Welcome to the podcast of Reverend Roger Titrico, the resident pastor of the Redeemed Evangel Church Hall and also the Deputy General Overseer of the Church, a Bible believing in a fast-growing, charismatic church with the mandate to make people prepared for the Lord. Now, today's message. Praise the Lord. I want you to lift up your voice and pray for strength and grace for this week. That the Lord will give you strength. He will strengthen you and reveal himself in your life this week. You just want to pray for grace over the week and strength. Divine strength from the Lord. Lift up your voice in prayer. Claradin de Claradigo Zavre Hitila Zans de Prahatis O Sagra Hatashaya Legra Hamilandes Tagle Rodigalamasose Pradila Rende Clahatisas de Bruho Ramalande Se Pradilanda Payala Runaha Miralande Pradigandes Tabraha Receive grace for the week, your own week, grace for the week. Pray for grace for this 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 week. Mara clera de gaza, brigadalandes de brigadalanda shabri hadalaza. Mingra hatilazo, predilande kapaha deleza. Thank you, Lord Jesus. We triumph over this week. We declare triumph over this week. For the next few minutes, just speak in the language of the Spirit. Begin to speak in tongues for the next few minutes. Clear Katisa Prehiti, Kalandis to Brakitalandis Aha, Giri de Legaza, Prehendele Krahati Sebra. For ye that speaketh in an unknown tongue speaks not unto men but unto God. Malera Gaduza Preheta, Mikalandis Zogli Prahati Legazaste, Pragadalandista Pregadalizaha, Ungadala Zipragidala, Tikuna Sabrahadeas, Stekla Adoleza Prehitelebaha. Thank you, Lord. We give you the praise in the name of Jesus. Amen. Please lift up your right hand and declare this with me. I'm in the presence of the Lord. I'm going with God and I am going in God. The angels shall back me. Everything that bears my name shall be delivered into my hands. In the name of Jesus, I shall not miss my package. My package will not miss me and my package will not be delayed. But by the hands of the Lord, my gates shall continually be open. They shall not be shut in the morning. They shall not be shut at night. That man may bring unto me only good and great things. The hand of the Lord is upon me. Therefore, in the name of Jesus, I am running faster, 
until I am ahead. I am favored of the Lord. Therefore, this week, this month, and the rest of the year, my hands will not be empty. I am a miracle. I am a sign. I am a wonder. For that matter, this month, miracles will happen to me. Signs will be seen in my life. Wonderful things will happen to me. That shall be my testimony. I declare in the name of Jesus that I am blessed. I am not cursed. I am a blessing. I am not a burden. I am rich. I am not poor. I am above. I am not beneath. I am the head. I am not the tail. I walk in good health. I do not walk in sickness. I am a child of God. I am a seed of Abraham. And I am an heir of the world. That is my testimony. And that is who I am. In the name of Jesus. Amen. You believe you walk in good health and not in sickness. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering and you may please be seated. Hallelujah. It's a beautiful Sunday morning. Very calm. Jesus is still Lord. Refuse to be a burden at any given time because you are a seed of Abraham and constantly remind yourself that you are a seed of Abraham. That even in the desert, Abraham and his seed are destined to make it. Even in the farming, the seed of Abraham as Isaac was, so are we. The seed of Abraham, even in farming, our harvest is a hundredfold because we are the seed of Abraham. And then it pleased the Lord that he should will the world or give the world to one man as an inheritance. And that is Abraham, whose children we are. Praise the Lord. And that is why we know you, we are unique among many nations. Very interesting that as God promised Abraham, he is performing even today. He promised Abraham and his seed that the nations that were against them as their enemies, they would be utterly destroyed. And then if you follow history, ancient Egypt cannot be seen now. We have modern Egypt. We do not know who the Moabites are because God has, we know who they are currently, but their name God has totally cancelled and destroyed. We heard of Assyria in the Bible that fought against Israel. But today, that name Assyria the Lord has annihilated but there is one name we still hear of the name Israel Israel is still with us Moab is not with us Assyria is not with us all the nations that fought them 
the Lord has annihilated their names from the earth. They may have their descendants, but their name, the Lord has annihilated. But Israel, he has sustained for many years, many generations. That is why you should boldly always declare in victory that you are a seed of Abraham. Because once we remain the seed of Abraham, our names can never be removed. No man, no demon, no agent of darkness can cancel your name out of history because you remain the seed of Abraham. But the enemies of the Israelites, the Lord said, I will contend with, I will fight for you and fight with them. And their name will be totally forgotten. If not for the church of God today, we'll never mention Moab, we'll never mention Edom, we'll never mention Assyria. But the world cannot do without Israel today. Lift up your hands and say, I'm a seed of Abraham. I'm unique in my own way. Yes, I'm saying that if you trace the descendants of Assyria, we will know who the Assyrians are. But they are named the Lord has made to be forgotten in the world. When we trace Moab, we can know who they are. But they are named as the Lord made a promise to them. He has made the name of all those nations that fought the people of God. The seed of Abraham. The Lord has made their names to be forgotten in the world. And that is the same thing the Lord will do for the people who try to fight you in this life. They will be forgotten, but your name shall remain a memorial among the nations, among the generations, among the families, in the name of Jesus. I thank God for this blessed opportunity. Bow your heads in prayer with me. Father, in the name of Jesus, we thank you for the power of your word. We declare in the name of Jesus that our minds are open. Understanding is released. We connect to wisdom that is in the word of God that transforms the life of man. Let the spirit in the word find entrance into hearts. May we bear fruits of the words and give us grace to be what the word says and who the word says that we are. May the word of God be revealed in our lives. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Shortly we're going to look at a few things in the Bible. I said last week that where we got to with the word of faith, though we we're not done, we we're going to stop there. We'll come back another time and continue it. But if you had followed as we've been looking at a few things and the first thing we talked about is praying in the spirit if you had followed us very well we talked about praying in the spirit and how the speaking of tongues was very very important or is very very important to the life of a christian because we found out that he that speaks in an unknown tongue speaks not unto men but unto god he's speaking mysteries and we realize that there are mysteries about our lives that 
if we never speak it will never come to fruition so we realize the importance of the language of God the speaking of tongues and what it does to us and for a few weeks we journeyed in it and after that we looked at God's man after the lockdown and in that we looked at the power of the word of faith and we realized that what stopped the lockdown in Samaria after over seven years what stopped the lockdown the Bible just records that for many years the famine was there but when you study you realize that it's been there for over seven years so that was why people started killing their children and eating them up and so we realized that what changed it was one person who said that that saith the Lord tomorrow by this time are the gates this and this and this was going to happen and we realize what the word of God can do the word of God we understand that frame the word the world and we realize that from that word katatizo to be able to fix to men to repair to prepare and put things in their places so that is what the word of God the spoken word of God does and we realize that that word is able to uphold everything in the world that is created if you followed very well we looked at tongues speaking and we came to the word of faith which we also speak it is a pattern and a culture we are trying to adopt after the reopening of churches so that our lives will be seen in a better way and then from there so we realize that praying in the spirit and also praying with our understanding but declaring the word of faith the word of faith we saw the rhema of god that upholds things and so when you don't speak it it will not be seen lift up your hands and say i will speak it and i will see it declare with your mouth that I will declare what God says and it shall be revealed in my life and this morning I want to speak on something I title agree on the way say with me agree on the way say like you believe it agree on the way say it for the third time agree on the way understand that life is a journey and we are in a journey once we are in a journey we've not gotten to our destination yet but there are certain things the bible admonishes us to do in the book of matthew chapter 5 jesus was preaching to the multitude matthew chapter 5 i'm sure we're going to start reading from the verse 21 to the verse 26 but Jesus was sitting on a mountain and he was teaching his disciples and the multitudes and that was when he spoke about what is called the Beatitudes and one of these days will come to the relevance of the Beatitudes if God gives us grace but there's something I want us to look at the verse 21 he says that you have heard that it was said to you of old you shall not murder and whosoever murders will be in danger of the judgment but I say to you that whosoever is angry with his brother 
Mind you, the word is brother. He's angry with his brother, not with his enemy, but he's angry with his brother without a cause shall be in danger of the judgment. Hallelujah. And whosoever says to his brother, Raka, shall be in danger of the council, the Sahindrin. That was what he was talking about. But whosoever says, you fool, shall be in danger of hellfire. May God give us mercy. Therefore, if you bring your gift to the altar, and there is, and there remember that your brother, again your brother, not your enemy, not your enemy. Jesus is talking about your brother here. And there, remember that your brother has something against you. Know that you have something against your brother. Bible was very emphatic there. Jesus was the one teaching. Know that you have something against your brother. But you remember that someone has something against you. He says that leave the gifts before the altar and go first. To be reconciled with your brother. Again, I'm underlining your brother, not your enemy, not your adversary. This he said we should treat our brothers this way. First be reconciled with your brother and then come and offer your gifts. Agree with your adversary quickly whilst you are still on the way with him. Lest your adversary delivers you to the judge and then the judge hands you over to the officer and then you will be thrown into prison. The verse 26, Assuredly, verily, verily, I say to you, you will by no means get out of there till you have paid the last penny. May the Lord add his blessings to the reading of his word. I read from the complete Jewish Bible. I wanted you to see something here. Verse 22. But I tell you that anyone who nurses anger against his brother Will be, judgment, will be subject to judgment. That whoever calls his brother, Raka, you good for nothing, you will be brought to the Sahindran. That whoever says fool incurs the penalty of hell fire. So if you you are offering your gifts at the temple altar and you remember that your brother has something against you. Leave the gifts by the altar and go make peace with your brother. Then come back and offer your gifts. If someone sues you, come to terms with him quickly. Whilst you and he are on the way to the court. 
or he may hand you over to the judge and the judge to the officer of the court and then you may be thrown into jail yes indeed i tell you you will certainly not get out until you have paid your last penny praise the lord before that from the verse 21 he takes us through certain things relating to our brothers not about our enemies i'm not teaching on it i'll just talk on it briefly but he says that anyone who says to the brother you good for nothing your brother you tell your brother your wife your husband good for nothing you shall be in judgment of the council or the Sahindrin. The Sahindrin was the council by then. We had the Pharisees, we had the Sahindrin, we had the Zealots, we have the scribes, and we have the Sadducees. These five people were in the days of Jesus. The Pharisees and the Sadducees we all know of. The scribes we've heard of briefly. The Zealots, yes, sometimes. But the Sahindrin are hardly spoken about. But the Sahindrin were like the judges. They, they, they were the chief, very rich, influential. And they formed the council. And he says that anyone who looks at a brother, not an enemy, and says you are good for nothing, you'll be brought to judgment. Anyone who says you fool, is in judgment and danger of hellfire. May God give us grace so that our words will be gracious we will not say some things that we shouldn't say i'm not talking about this but so i wouldn't go much into it but the verse 25 is where i'm dwelling on it says that when it comes to the adversary agree with the adversary quickly whilst you are still on your way it is from the verse 25 that i I'm getting the title for my sermon, Agree on the Way. Say with me again, Agree on the Way. The Amplified Bible puts it in a very interesting way. He says that come into terms or come to terms quickly with your accuser whilst you are still on the way traveling with him. I started saying that life is a journey and so we are on the way to a destination. And sometimes we, th we think that we can change some things. But the Bible makes us to understand in the book of Daniel chapter 2, the verse 21, that it is God that changes the times and the seasons. So you cannot change a man, you cannot change a woman. You cannot change a, a situation. You can only change your position concerning the situation. Praise the Lord. For example, as we were looking at, if you want to change the lockdown, if you want to change the aftermath of the lockdown, then you need to change your position by changing the way you speak. It is the law that changes. 
the times. It is the law that changes the situations. And it's the Holy Spirit that comes into us and changes people. But sometimes we are deceived into the fact that we can change someone. And so even in courtship, even in relationship, because we've given birth to those people, we think that we have the ability to change them. But as I, I submit to you that it is the law that changes. And then when you come to the New Testament, he says that for the Lord is the Spirit. And so the Spirit of God is the one that changes. You'll be deceiving yourself to think that I can change that man, I can change that woman. We'll go through it, don't worry. When we get married, they will change. But if you've been around for a while, you realize that people assume they are real character. They settle in and begin to show you the various colors of the rainbow after marriage. Praise the Lord. It's not a family life session though, but it, I'm sure it's wisdom to guide our lives. It is God that changes situations. It is the Holy Spirit that changes us. Galatians 2.20 says that for I've been crucified with Christ, nevertheless I live, yet not I. But Christ liveth in me. It is Christ that liveth in me. And the life which I live in the flesh, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. And verse 21 says that I do not frustrate the grace of God upon my life. So the verse 20 makes us to understand that it is Christ living in us. So it is the one that is living in us that is going to change us. We cannot change anyone. You cannot change your children although you were the one that brought them. The best thing you can do is to pray. Change your position in prayer. But there is this deception when we are praying unto the Lord. We, pray, we are praying unto the Lord but still looking unto man. Please go with me because I'm going somewhere. Just follow me. We are praying unto God, but we are looking up to man. So you need financial breakthrough. And then you are praying that God give me this breakthrough. But you know that you are not expecting it from God. You are actually looking up to an uncle. You are actually looking up to Elder Keke. You are actually looking up to Cephas or someone else to rather give you the money. You are just praying to God to follow formality. Praise the Lord. But you must understand that it is God that the focus is on. I know God will use man to do it, but the focus is that it comes from God. Because the book of Jeremiah says that curse is he that puts his trust in man. So if you are praying to God but still looking up to a, a second person, then you fulfill that scripture where Jesus said that no one can look into, bottle, into a bottle with one eye and still look up to the heavens. And that is what you will be doing. And many times when we pray unto God, God do this for me, we are actually looking up to something. By the time we are asking God, God show me who it is that I must marry. It is because we've seen the person and we think that God should confirm that person. 
And so people who have been coming to me for a while, I tell you that my duty is to preach the word of God. My duty is not to choose partners for people. Even when I know that this permutation is not good, the board knows that for me, I'll tell you, please don't, you are not the one to ask that question. Allow them, they've seen themselves. Ah, that is what you've seen. And that is whom you've seen. And so we cannot. Praise the Lord. And so we already have a solution and always thinking God should affirm. But Jesus said that when it comes to the adversary, agree with the adversary on the way. The adversary is not man or is not a human being because the Bible makes us to understand that we do not wrestle against flesh and blood, but against unseen things. So when I'm talking about an adversary, I'm not talking about a brother or a sister that is seated by you. I'm talking about something that challenges you something that is not of the spirit of God an adversary could be impatience an adversary could be anger an adversary could be an attitude you do not like in someone the person is not the enemy he's just housing the adversary the adversary could be how the person talks. The adversary could be how the person acts. But Jesus said that when you come across such a situation, do not expect to change your adversary. Do not expect to win your adversary. Come to terms with it quickly. Come to terms with the fact that this woman I have fallen in love with, one adversary is, patient, is impatience. One adversary is the fact that she doesn't know how to talk. Come into terms with it quickly whilst you are still on the way. Agree quickly that this person is impatient. Agree quickly that this person is intolerant. Agree, person. You see, it is Christ living in us. He is working on you. You cannot work on someone. It is the Holy Spirit that changes. So that project will be futile. It wouldn't work. You will just be frustrated. But agree that this person that I've married or this person I'm about to do business with or this person that I am in the journey with, we are going somewhere. He said that come to terms quickly with the adversary. Come to terms that this person has anger issues. Come to terms that this person is intolerant. Come to terms that this is how this person talks. And do it quickly once you are still on the way. Other than that, he's taking you somewhere. Not the person, the adversary is taking you somewhere. He will hand you over to the judge. 
and the judge will hand you over to the prisoner and the prisoner will hand you over to the prison the prison officer will hand you over to the prison the Bible says in the verse 26 I say to you surely you will not be released until you have paid the last fraction of a penny what he's talking about is that what you refuse to come to terms with quickly you will pay dearly for the rest of your life if you don't come to terms with the anger issues of that person why is everyone looking at me this way we don't preach we don't preach these messages every Sunday if you don't agree on the way and you say I will change him if you don't change your position and come to terms whilst on the way when you enter the marriage you will pay with your joy And the Bible says you will pay the last fraction of a penny. You will pay. People didn't pay with their lives. Why? They never came to terms with the fact that this person has anger issues. This person doesn't know how to talk. They never came to terms with it. They never agreed on the way. So they were still thinking that I will change. Not God will change. Me, I am the change officer. So I'm going to change this person. And so they dragged the person to court. Hear it for me. This is what he has been doing for the, five, uh, for the past five years. And they cross-examine the other person. Say, no, it, it's not like that. It is about the person. This is how I am. He, we, he, she saw it before we got married. And they are cross-examining. You know, you will leave that court. You will leave that arbitration. Still hurt. And so you are in that marriage. But it has become prison for you. You are in that business but you are paying with your joy. You'll be paying on day-to-day -day basis. Why are you paying? Why are you paying with nights of sleeplessness? Why are you paying with your tears? Because what you had to come to terms with on the way, you held on that God, I am the change officer. I will change him. I will change her. I will change my children. And so your children make you cry every day. You are paying with your tears. You are paying for what you should have come to terms with many years ago. Many years ago. Am I saying be a mediocre and not expect change? I am saying that change your position. Expectations are very important in life. 
But every problem at any stage of life is as a result of unfulfilled expectations. Any conflict is as a result of unfulfilled expectation. If there's a conflict between the boss and the secretary, it's because the boss didn't expect the secretary would do this. If there's a conflict between mother and a child is because the mother didn't expect my child would do this and the child will say I never expected my mother would do this that is why I said that most conflicts are as a result of unfulfilled expectations you never expected it so the conflict is coming but there are things Jesus said your adversary is not the person your adversary is the attitude when you read Galatians chapter 5. The adversary is the attitude in the person which you must come to terms with. For me to live is Christ. I am crucified with Christ. Nevertheless, I live yet not I, but Christ liveth in me. So you have the consciousness that it is Christ working on you. But your partner is, is not like that with you. He's not talking about brothers here. For brothers, he told them how to treat themselves. But this one is the adversary. The one you don't like. The thing you do not like. Come to terms with it on the way. Say with me, agree on the way. Say again, agree on the way. The word of God is full of wisdom for us. Bible says that Jesus is actually the wisdom of God that has been made unto man. And one thing that will help you to survive and not be pain, to keep pain, that as you are praying that God change this situation, there are some things. Come to terms with it. There are some things. Agree quickly. So that you don't get to the courts. Agree that this is how this person talks. So we can't even joke again. Agree that this is how this person is. The amplifier says come to terms with it. With the adversary. With the brother. Go and make up with him. You read that about the brothers. Leave the gift. Go and make up. And he's a brother. But with an adversary, agree. Say yes, I, I, this one I agree. The way you are saying it, it, it that, that, that's it. Don't end up being called and say let's talk about it. Be talking about it. And every day you talk about it. You end up paying every penny. You will finish talking about it. But when you are alone, you know you are paying with your joy. And I said, many have paid with their lives. They died because of something they didn't come to terms with. Seeking they could change it. 
when he's doing it, then my heart, then I feel it. He's, it's, it's pressing on me. When he's still pressing on you after 10 years. It's because you've not come to terms with it. Jesus advised them. He taught them that with the brothers, run. You go and make up with them. Not when you have something against them, no. When they have some, when you remember that it seems this person has something against me, run, go and make up with them. But as for the adversary, whilst we are walking, come to terms. Say, this one, is this how you laugh? I've come to terms with it. Other than that, every day the person is laughing, you will be pain with your tears. You, why do you laugh like that? You don't laugh like a rich man. Why do you laugh? You laugh and you fat. You laugh and you throw your legs. Why? And every time the person is laughing, you'll be pain with your joy. The person is happy, but you are terribly angry at the way they are laughing. Ten years down the line, you are in a prison the moment the person begins to laugh. Come to terms with it. Change your position that it is God that changes things. So I will speak in tongues. I will still declare the word of faith. And look up to God. Not up to man. For you, you work on yourself. But for them, you cannot work on them. All you can do is to come to terms. I love the way the amplifier puts it. Come to terms quickly with your accuser whilst you are on the way traveling with him. I don't know who you are traveling with. I don't know what you are traveling with. But whilst you are speaking in tongues and declaring mysteries, whilst you are speaking for the word of faith, and to the newly wedded couples, put your hands together for them. They are in the church. <laughs> Seth, precious, agree on the way. Quickly. Agree with a lot of things. Come to terms. This is how my partner walks. Come to terms. And that's how they walk. They love throwing their legs. Come to terms. You are not the one to change. It is the Holy Spirit. Christ, the life I live, I live by the faith of the Son of God who loved me and gave himself for me. It is Christ that is changing. And we've become the judges and the people dragging the adversary to court whilst Jesus admonished that there are certain things you shouldn't go to court. There are certain things you shouldn't allow it. You should be the one to quickly say on the way that, Paddy, I agree with you. Sweetie, I agree with you. Honey, I agree with you. Business partner, this business, we cannot be arguing over this. I agree. Anyone you are in a journey with, there are things 
Never deceive yourself that I will change it on the way. You will never. No matter how anointed you are. The adults may tell you, oh, Megachiju met you. You are not old, it's true. But you know, whilst you're on the way, Anita, agree on the way. Brother Daniel, whilst you're on the way, agree. Sister Precious, agree on the way. Brother Victor, agree on the way whilst we are in the journey before we get to the destination. Why do you need to do this? So that you don't end up paying dearly. Jesus said you will pay with your last penny. You will pay with your joy. You will pay with your tears. You will pay with broken hearts. And every night you are crying over something you should have agreed with. May God give us grace. May he give us wisdom. That we will not be in any prison again. Why did the Lord send me with this message? Because certain people are in prisons that they shouldn't be. Because they've not come to terms with some things. But this morning, you are leaving that prison. You will not pay for anything with your joy again. You will not pay for anything with your conscience again. Jesus already paid the price. There is no need for you to pay for it again. All you need to do is to come to terms quickly. Agree on the way quickly. Bow down your heads in prayer. Lift up your voice and thank God. Give him praise. For his word. His word is able to liberate word is able to set free. You are going to pray wherever you are. Grace that releases people. Let the grace of the Lord release your heart. Let the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ release you. From any prison, Lift up your voice and pray grace to be able to agree grace to be able to agree grace to be able to agree clear on the collaborate the sister prahadaza minglahite glinizaste glahati glanda prahati zosa prahadaza
now finally pray that the Holy Spirit will release you Jesus said other than that you will end up in the prison and you will not you will never go out until you pay the last penny the Bible says where the Spirit of the Lord is there is liberty Holy Spirit liberate me once again declare that in the name of Jesus you are liberated from that prison you know it yourself because your life must come back to normalcy joy must be experienced again lift up your voice in prayer for you to agree on the way this journey will be difficult for you if you are not saved you are not safe you want to accept the Lord into your heart if you are here please lift up your hand you've not been born again and say pray with me I see your hand brother thank you thank you Lord Jesus the brothers and everyone that has lifted their hands, I want you to pray this prayer with me. Lord Jesus, I come to you today. I've been lost. Thank you for your word that, I've, that has found me. I believe in you that you died, you were buried. And you raised and you were raised again and you ascended into heaven I believe you died to set me free and save me I receive eternal life today into my heart I receive the Spirit of God into me today in the name of Jesus I am born again by the blood of Jesus I am cleansed from all works of the flesh, from all my sins and iniquities. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. Father, I pray for everyone that lifted their hands. I pray that the blood of Jesus will release a totality in redemption. That the light of our Lord Jesus Christ will shine in their hearts. Let eternal life be at work in them from today. In the name of Jesus. Amen. Thank you for listening. And remember to share and subscribe to enjoy more messages like this. Now, go and live a victorious life. God bless you.